0: の Hello, everyone, and welcome to Class 1A, Popped Off's My Hero Academia podcast. Uh, I'm one of your classroom homeroom teachers. Uh, My name is James Graham, also known as Apothecary, and I'm joined alongside uh, Dylan Beal, also known as Fanfic. Uh, Dylan, how are you doing today? I'm doing good.
1: Um, I wasn't able to make it for last episode, so getting all caught up and talking about this episode is going to be pretty exciting.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, last episode was an episode I personally enjoyed a lot, so it would have been lovely to kind of have you alongside for that, because... I think me and Andrew just kind of really got super psyched over Kirishima the entire time, and that was really about it. Yeah, I think this is going to be,
1: I think it's going to be, this one's going to be pretty good to, you know, not have Andrew on, um, just because it's, it was a lot of talking and stuff, and I know he likes more, more of the action oriented ones.
0: Yeah, it was certainly something he predicted too, that this is going to be a more story driven episode more than anything, right? So, uh, yeah, just to kind of get right into it though, um, we don't have anything crazy, we don't have anything over the top new to announce, um, You know, anything, uh, any podcast platform you listen on, um, be sure to leave a five-star review, um, be it on Spotify, Apple, uh, Apple, I guess, Apple podcast, I guess would be the specific app and, uh, yeah, just let us know what you guys think. Yeah. And
1: don't forget to tell your friends about us, um, you know, um, and just let people know because we're a new podcast. So um, all the all the new stuff is always super good for us. Um, and just as a quick reminder, next week is going to be a little different. Mm. Um, I don't believe that we're going to have an episode on the exact date um, that the episode comes out. Um, but just stay tuned. Um, like James said, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast and stuff so you see when it comes out, because we'll have one out at some point um, just because all the holidays are going to be at a different date.
0: Yeah, I think the initial idea was a double hitter on the, uh, on the following weekend, but we're still in the works of that. Stay tuned to our uh, Twitter at popped underscore off for kind of an update on that. Or um, if you, you know missed the, you missed the announcement there or you don't know how to get hold of us, email us at uh, contact at dot com. And we'll uh, gladly reply to your email and let you know kind of what's up on our end. Um, so, Dylan, if you want to get right into the recap, my friend, go right ahead.
1: All right, I'm going to try my best. Andrew usually has this down pretty, pretty well um i didn't realize that this was as complicated um as it actually is because he makes it <laughs> seem so easy um but let's go into the episode which is temp squad um so it opens up with Rappa, um you know the big strong dude with arms getting back up um with his fight against fat gum and kirishima um the hero then uh you know he lets him go saying that he wants to fight another day because he respects him so well and he'll just consider this one a draw you know clearly this one was a draw Um, Then we get some you know a little bit more backstory on him um, and realize that he was an MMA fighter but I guess in this version I don't know if it's the way he said it or not but like MMA is where you basically go full quirk to the death fight with other people so this dude was basically just going around killing people in the ring um, which I know gives his character like another depth that's incredibly scary Mm. Um, and basically what happened is Overhaul came in and beat him easily like super quick like he just like exploded him um you know put them all back together and rapa was like oh i guess i have to go and follow this guy and you know train until i beat him and i don't know this this makes rapa seem like a baki character like that this is basically (laughs) like word for word a, a story out of baki um so going on we actually see the temps who are twice and toga which is really good to see them after so long mimic is using his powers against the heroes uh, lock Rock is actually able to lock things down, um, so it kind of stops him in his track a little bit. Um, but Mimic keeps using his ability, and the gang is split up a little bit. During this time, Toga actually attacks Rock Lock. He stabs him into the back, and then she starts, you know, extracting blood to transform into Rock Lock, um, which then catches the heroes off guard, and then he, she gets a jump on racer Head as well. Toga finally gets away, and then we get a flashback. And there's like a trade scene between uh, the Yakuza and the League of Villains where they're kind of trading, uh, trading, uh, you know, villains back and forth between each other to gain a little bit of like, um, I guess, rapport with each other. Then Rappa and Twice show up versus Night Eye and a crew of cops, which is very confusing because Rappa just, you know, just walked away basically. Um, but Night Eye gives a perfect counter as soon as he comes in. Um, and we actually see that it's not Rappa. But twice using his ability. Then we get another flashback where Twice is kind of lamenting over himself, feeling responsible um, for the attack that the Yakuza did against them, since he brought Overhaul in. I um, mean, he's kind of beating himself uh, up around this. And Shigaraki kind of explains during that flashback that their partnership with them is kind of like an underhanded one. You know, classically, you villains. You know, another motivation. Definitely gonna double cross him at some point, point. and then that kind of wraps up the story. I know I went through it kind of quickly. I just want to hit the big beats at least, just to kind of you know jog everyone's memory, so we know what we're talking about when we go into this. But James, where do you want to start off?
0: I think we should start is start off with like this um, this bro alliance that kind of happens between Fat Gum and Rappa, just where and in and, and, and weirdly enough, Kirishima too, because. Rappa, like, even, like, catches himself referring to Kirishima as not a boy, but a man, because, yeah. like, he talks about how he wants to fight him again, and he wants to have that opportunity again, and because, like, I it, it was a really quick scene where, um like, Rappa basically is, like, there's a first aid room in the back, we can do it there, and, like, Fat Gum is, like, like, like just so thrown off because this guy is being, like, super chill and genuine, right? And, like, I mean, Fakum even, we, like, weighs in on that, basically saying, like, he's so upfront about his ideals that you can tell there's no ul- ulterior motive. And the poor S.H.I.E.L.D. guy just gets his ass kicked, like, every time he tries to, like, reign in Rappa, right? So, I thought that, like, I thought that was really good. I thought, like, it just, it did give some depth to uh, to Rappa's character, right? He's, he's definitely one of the, of the bullets that's way, way more interesting than really anybody.
1: Yeah, so I guess quick aside, um, before we before I talk about this a little bit more, but is there a nickname for Skinny Fat Gum yet?
0: Uh, we were calling him Daddy Fat Gum for <laughs> for like I think that was what me and Andrew settled on last week. Okay, ew.
1: <laughs> um, but no, um, I thought I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, it definitely seems like we get a good grasp on the type of people that overhaul is bringing in, uh, because they had this conversation a little bit that the point of where I didn't catch if it was his father. Was it his father? Um, the one who used to run it before
0: the old man. Uh, I'm a yeah. s- I think so. I, think-, I think
1: contextually that's what it sounded like, but yeah. regardless, you know, the old man who used to run it before when he got sick, they implied that overall just, you know, took a different direction and was starting to bring just kind of anyone in. Like, I think they just said like any scum or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. So I guess this definitely gives a lens of like, it's not, you know, just like super honorable yakuza members who you know are are down with the you know the gang forever it's more of like these random people who are super strong that you know maybe their motivation is i just want someone to beat me like Mm -hmm. i just want to be able to stand toe to toe with someone whether that means staying here or whether that means you know being chummy with you know the person that comes in who absolutely beat me
0: yeah it seems like uh yeah i think there was a big there was a big dialogue i believe last episode based around um, how the ideals of, like, the past and current members think. They are basically, like, the guys who were surrendering to the police were the ones who were thinking ahead and knew they were screwed and knew, like, they're the, like, you know, they were thinking, like... You know, I think they use the word "sane" a lot. It was kind of, and it's like the ones who don't look to the future, they don't look ahead. Those are the scariest because they don't look, they don't have like a clear-cut plan. And then, of course, it cuts to Rappa. In fact, I'm fighting right. It, you know, implying that uh, Rappa is one of these characters, right? So, um, yeah, it's it, it was it was it's kind of crazy that the you know you're seeing this like you're getting so much information about this organization about how they kind of how they kind of like play themselves up and stuff like that and how this this massive switch from and it's kind of cool because I'm I'm happy they're they're like you know the OG uh yakuza before basically overhaul gets and sticks pretty true to like the modern day yakuza ideals, right? And it's really like this new this new form is being bred basically because overhaul took over, right? So i um, I'm I like it. I like the uh I like kind of how they're providing you a ton of background without having it like like this episode like still had some action still kept it pretty like like it like it wasn't like super story driven enough that you got more you got enough story but you also got some action to like tide you over you know what i mean it wasn't just one of these like i'm just going to stuff short i'm going to stuff shove, shove story down your throat and you're going to have to deal yeah. with it
1: right yeah it 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 broke it up fairly well between a ton of different conversations um i you know i was a little bit iffy on having the multiple flashbacks kinds of kind of thing um, but it was fine, like it, like like you were saying, it wasn't like you know, overall standing in front of the screen for like twenty minutes, just Talking. expositioning at us or anything like yeah. that. Which it it seemed natural. It was good. I, I definitely liked it in that aspect. Um, but I guess let's if if you don't have anything else, we can kind of shift over to like I guess the newer stuff. Yeah, the absolutely. Episode, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, Which is the Temps uh, coming in, which were uh, twice in Togo, which it it's it's really crazy to think about that we haven't seen them in forever in terms of like actually doing stuff right
0: yeah we haven't seen a fight with involving Togo twice in like like ages <laughs> like it, it's kind of crazy
1: yeah i remember us going back and we, we did the recap before actually going into the season and we got to the episode of twice of where he brings overhaul in like it's it's the episode that's all about him and he brings him in at the end mm-hmm. i was thinking about that i was like that feels like five years ago that episode
0: <laughs> right Yeah, oh no, it does. It does, because it was, like, it was either the second last or the last episode of the third season, and it was, like, a very, like, twice, it was, yeah, because I think the episode was just called Twice, like, I think it was, like, basically all centered around him, and, like, it's kind of, like, it's kind of nice to be brought back to a character that had so much development, basically, on his quirk, on his personality, why he is kind of the way he is, why he talks the way he talks, and everything like that, right? And then just come back to him, and, like, you know, see him kind of... I don't want to say in action because we didn't really see him in action. Like he made a clone of Rappa sent them at him, and then he was like, "Oh crap!" And then just kind of dipped, right? So and then to see like Toga doing this weird like motherly thing with him, like it was oh, yeah. like yeah, like it was just like it was kind of bizarre to see her like so like like we we know she's like fanatically affectionate about certain characters, but for her to like try and like build twice back up so he's like you know kind of sane again, right? Like it was you know it's it's weird, right?
1: Yeah, um, I don't know. It, it, it definitely seems really interesting. I think we're getting a dynamic shift in the League of Villains. It seems like they're having a lot more camaraderie together, whether that be you because know, of the multiple attacks they've been doing against um, you know the heroes or the huge struggles that they've gone through because it seems like every time they go up against anyone, they just get beaten into the ground and have a huge lasting ramification because of it. I mean, with the latest one um, against Overhaul, someone died, and they keep talking about that because, like, that's actually a big deal to them that someone just died. Um, and then, of course, um, what's the magician's name again? Compress.
0: Uh, uh, compress, yeah, Mr. Compress.
1: Yeah, on his arm being exploded off. Like, he's just sitting there, which is, like, without an arm. With a stub, yeah. Horrifying.
0: Yeah, exactly, right? And, like, yeah, and it seems to be, like, twice seems to be the one that's really, really affected by it because, like, again, he brought in overhaul, so he feels, like, he feels, like, almost solely responsible right and it, yeah like I, I they're only playing up like basically how it, it feels for twice in toga mainly mean because he's basically the one saying like you two are going to be the ones who go but um it's it's going to be interesting to see how the other like remaining members do especially like guys like dobby because dobby has always been like i'm just here because this works out best for me and I don't need extra, like, I don't know, I need I don't need extra moving parts to kind of screw me over, right? So, he's very much someone who's there for himself, but I feel like uh, Slicer's probably very, very, com- like, big on the camaraderie as well as probably Mr. Compressed, who, uh, even after losing an arm, right? So, uh, yeah. Yeah. But kind of like kind of staying on the same page, but not at the same time. We get to see Toga fight again, which it's been a mm-hmm. while since we saw Toga fight because the last time she like we were like okay maybe she's good with a knife, and then we're like no she's actually pretty acrobatic. Uh, like it took Izawa a second to figure out like what her deal was. Um, we actually got a legitimate like like character still with Rock Lock. And then he gets stabbed. <laughs> like, you know, like we actually got a, like, a legitimate, like, I think we talked about this for weeks, basically, how they've been introducing characters, but not doing like the old school way of how they were doing it, which is like they do the still. Um, present Mike comes on, does the introduction and stuff like that. But we actually got one for him, and he, like, I mean, it's a pretty cool quirk. It's a, I think it's a pretty cool quirk. Yeah. Um, and then he gets stabbed in the back by a, by Toga. Like, it's just like that. Like,
1: I mean, it, I think it is implied that, like, it's not incredibly serious though because he's like oh go make sure you stop the bleeding or help yeah like
0: he's out. not dead yeah but i mean like i don't know for a guy to have like a pretty like like for the like it, it just seems so much like this is the one character they're introducing that's outside the main group he's probably gonna get screwed over right like he's not night eye he's not a he's not like you know facum or kirishima you, you know i mean or, he's literally the one outlier uh like it's just, yeah, man. I I was just like as soon as I as soon as I found out he was isolated by himself, I'm like, this is awful. <laughs> like something bad's yeah, no, gonna as happen. As soon as that right? happened,
1: I was like, oh wait, is he actually gonna die or something? But I don't know. I I, I think, I, I I would definitely hate for him to be just out for the rest of the like the season or whatever, just because like you were saying they were bringing him up to be like this other character. So like, hopefully they do something with him other than being kind of like the foil like during the planning phase and then basically just. I don't know helping them through you know the
0: the maze uh,
1: mimics ability
0: yeah yeah exactly it just it just feels so i don't know she feels very tropey like if they if they do something like that
1: right also we got more info about mimic because before we only saw him in that little tiny form and so i and we actually see him as a person now so what i'm assuming is happening is before he was controlling whatever was like uh, oh the like the little puppet or whatever right
0: oh yeah okay that would make sense yeah
1: yeah so i assume he was like controlling it maybe from afar or something like that like i i really don't know how that works but we saw that he's actually just a person and he was like he had his hands up on the wall you know implying that he was like kind of controlling the the whole building with his mimic ability
0: yeah yeah and like and and like uh me and andrew talked about this last week but basically the timeline and like how long this drug lasts and stuff like that i'm glad they've actually addressed it now being like he even says he's like this isn't gonna like, I'm not going to be able to hold this much longer. The boost is starting to wear off. Um, so, I'm, I'm glad they've actually given a time frame to that. Um, but, yeah.
1: yeah. Also, I think it's implied that, like, things, uh, things happen quicker than they actually are. Yeah. Because, like, during the struggle, a lot of, like, the fights or whatever probably only last, like, maybe two minutes or whatever because, you know, they're actually just going really fast. But we're just having it stopped by flashbacks, by people thinking in their head or whatever. So, it, I think it... I think that kind of makes it feel like it's going on longer than it really is.
0: Yeah, well, that's just it. And that was basically what Andrew says, too. Because I was like, well, we had an entire fight that lasted 20 minutes. And it was like, well, it didn't actually last 20 minutes because Tamaki was like half the flashbacks and like that. So, um, yeah, which we like, there was no shortage, uh, uh, I guess, this episode. As well, we got we got the nice representation of basically each organization through like Shoji, which was kind of like a nice little symbolic like a little extra right i'm glad i'm glad overhaul sticking to like the very uh the very i don't know like crime boss tropes kind of thing you know very conniving you know plays shoji you know like kind of reigns in the thug that tells him like how how to kind of you know learn some stuff right i like i like overhaul because like a lot of people don't like him because he just he seems to be so fanatical about his ideas. But his presentation, how he carries himself, like, it's really cool. I'm sure we're going to see him, like, snap at some point. But, I mean, like, I'm a big fan of, like, how this general presentation, how he is. Where, like, you know, Shigaraki, we always had this like idea that he was kind of like a kid. Um, you know, he had very, like, childlike outbursts. He, you know, for the first season, he basically referred to everything as, like, a game, right? Where... Where overhaul, like, I mean, he's just like, he's also, they seem to be the same age, is kind of what I gather. Um, and he's just, you know, super, like, you know, well dressed, well, well composed, talks very, like, you know, plainly. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm happy about that. I like, I like how they kind of do him up.
1: Yeah um I, I you know i think we talked about this like a long time ago but it, it definitely is a good dynamic between the two of them on how they operate and how it's very different mm-hmm. um i'm excited to see kind of where that relationship goes because obviously we saw those flashbacks and it's like very you know both i, I assume both sides want to help with each other but also hate each other at the same time um and definitely want to backstab each other like at the first moment they get so <laughs> yeah seriously um, I think we're going to get to like a, like a pinnacle of this season and it's just going to be complete chaos.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited for when this kind of all comes to a head. Right. Cause it's, it, it seems, I think we're getting there. Like, I mean, like I feel like at the beginning of this arc, we were like, okay, this is going to take, this is forever. Right. But we're running out of people in the main group. Right. <laughs> like, like, I mean, everybody's, I mean, we still, have, we still have Mirio. We still have Deku and we still have night eye plus the cops. Right. Like, and because I'm assuming Izawa's is probably gonna have to deal with either mimic or like rock lock or something like that, and then, you know, kind of had have to remove himself. But I do want to touch on the fact that apparently Night Eye is cut like you know like he was cut from marble. Like oh, I don't. Yeah. I mean,
1: like... he's, he's he's shredded.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, he's actually a monster. I was just like, okay, like this like this tall, slender like I think twice even raising that he's like a businessman kind of looking dude and then yeah so he's... So I, Go ahead. I, I
1: like the fact that like when he was talking he was basically like he perfectly predicted the move just like sw- swept his leg or whatever um and then at that point he was like he basically said like oh i don't know if it's because i seen like this future or so many futures like at this point i could just predict it which is really cool because it's important yeah. that like he's seen the future so many times that like movement in general is just like he could predict it which is sick
0: yeah, because, like, I mean, like, and that's just it. I was like, okay, well, when Clone rapper goes out, he's obviously going to need to use his quirk and stuff like that. But that's just it. It's so embedded in him now that he just knows how people move, how they present themselves, and, you know, he's just used to it at this point, right? Which is sick. Like, I mean, I think that's a really, really cool component of the character, right? Like, to be like, and you, it's, uh, for me, it's really nice to see them do extra stuff like that, where it's less like, oh, it's like, x character uses their quirk against y character that uses their quirk um and they like that's that's the only conflict but now we're actually getting guys that have like overlapping reasons like overlapping reasons to like why they're as effective as they are with or without their quirk or like what their quirk has helped with and stuff like that now that's like a prime example right here right his quirk is so he's used his quirk so much that he's just used to how to like he knows how to predict like on his own without the quirk right so yeah but uh, yeah, no. Um, I guess I guess is there anything else you really want to touch on this episode? Because I mean, again, it was very dialogue heavy. We didn't have a whole lot of combat and stuff like that. I think we I think we kind of touched on all the stuff that was really the big themes of the episode, which is really the the struggle between the League of Villains and the the, the Yakuza, right? Um, and I guess like I mean the 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 goon who who's with shigaraki or not shigaraki with overhaul is still there they do with the chronostasis quirk, which we haven't seen in action yet either so that should be interesting yeah
1: i definitely am incredibly excited to see that whole interaction with overhaul and where that leads um Mm. which i I guess we'll touch on in the preview um but before we get to the preview i guess let's do our our plus ultra award James, yeah. go ahead and kick us off. What do you think? Who do you think got it this time?
0: Oh, see, this is it's it's a hard and one. these are it, it is a hard one because these are episodes where it's so there's so many characters, so many different people and stuff like that. Um I, I have a, to, a toss up. Like I'm a I'm a big guy, I'm a big fan of guys who are broy. I like I like how they just like have like that immediate co- camaraderie and stuff like that. So like I almost want to give it to Rappa. I almost want to give it to him, but I'm actually going to give it to Toga for being like For pulling herself together, picking twice back up, showing, like, you know, you know, she, like, you know, getting to find out really why she is the way she is and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, not totally shooting down twice's marriage proposal either, so I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna give it to Toga, which is really weird to give it a villain, but I'm doing it.
1: Okay, so I think that's a pretty good answer because I was also <laughs> going to give it to Toga.
0: Oh, perfect! <laughs> uh,
1: so the reason why is is twofold. One of them is because she somehow like was able to get through an episode and not be, you know, horny on main more than seventy five percent of the time. She toned it down a little bit. She was she still did. she was still too much. She was too much. She <laughs> needs to tone it down more because she saw yeah. Deku and just went she she just went over the top. She needs. She was to also naked
0: down. during that time frame too, which doesn't help either, right? Like I yeah. mean, like. <laughs> um,
1: but I, I think, I think her prowess with, with, uh, with a knife is, is, is nothing to scoff at considering she went up against, I don't know, two pro heroes and Deku at the same time and was able to like cut and maneuver her way around it and even get like the drop on Eraser Head, which that he's a pro hero and she's like fairly young villain, probably mm-hmm. without formal training, which is like, I don't know, that's, that's pretty scary. Like if you think about it, so. Um I definitely yeah. think, I definitely think she, she went beyond in this aspect and hopefully she doesn't get any training anytime soon because then I think she would probably just decimate everyone
0: yeah I like that I like that we like we picked the same character for two separate reasons yeah. right like I, I like that that's uh that's good i'm'm I'm, I'm into that so yeah so that's I think this is the first episode we've given the plus ultra award to a villain as well I don't think we've ever done this i I, I think, think
1: we did maybe one other time but yeah stain I feel occurrence. like it was
0: the... yeah i think i think the only one we might have done it to was stain and i think that we might have been it yeah definitely Um, a rare
1: occurrence um but i guess let's just go over to the preview real quick um yeah it's a it's an exciting um but a short one so the preview for the episode lemillion mirio catches up to erie and overhaul that's what i got that's what (laughs) happens um and it looks like it looks like they're having a struggle so we're gonna see a fight between them and I guess the whole crux of the fight is waiting for the rest of the heroes to show up. So I'm guessing Lemillion is going to have his hands absolutely full with
0: Overhaul. Yeah, because I mean, you got to think of the, you got to think of the two quirk dynamics of that, right? It's perfect. One, if, yeah, one if he touches you, he explodes you, and he the other one can phase through everything. So yeah. like, what do you what do you get, right? So I, yeah, I think, I think it's getting, it's gonna be a good episode. I think.
1: Yeah, I I think just even thinking about the two quirks um side by side you just go this is going to be a sick fight this is going to be really cool this is going to be super interesting and they definitely been going through um i I don't maybe the trope of just like naming episodes after people Mm -hmm. um, and i think that's kind of cool that's really exciting because they're really doing deep dives on on individual characters and it seems like we're going to get a lot of flashbacks to uh mirio's childhood so we're going to get more development out of him so i'm excited about that i'm really excited
0: yeah, I'm looking forward to. It. I've been loving these like these character focused episodes, um, and hopefully we have more than just. As long as we don't get another one about Deku, I could do without that. But I mean, like, give me everybody else. Give me, more give me Deku. a night. I am. Never no more enough. Deku, dude. I, I don't. I don't need any more main character. No.
1: <laughs> um, so I I guess before we wrap up, um, I'm just mm. gonna let everyone know that uh, like I, like we said at the beginning of the show, um, just make sure you stay tuned on on Twitter. Um, So that's twitter.com slash popped underscore off um, because next week is going to be a little bit different. Um, We might have an episode come out, you know, in the middle of the week, and we might just do kind of a double header um, the week after. We're not 100% sure on what we're going to do on that. So make sure you just uh, stay tuned on twitter.com slash popped underscore off for updates on that as well as just stay subscribed here because if you stay subscribed um, to Apple Podcasts, um, you'll just get it pushed out to you whenever we have it. Um, But other than that, um, thank you all so much for attending this week's session of Class One A. Next week, we're going to be talking about Lamillion. Um, so it's going to be hype because we'll have all the boys together to talk about it.
0: Yeah, long overdue at this point. This is the longest we've gone without uh without three people. So yeah, uh, with that, guys, thank you very much. Um, hit us with that five star review on whatever you listen to, be it Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. Um, and like Dylan elaborated earlier, let us uh, check us out on uh, Twitter. Popped off. Uh, Twitter.com slash popped underscore off. There we go. And uh, poppedoff.com. We do a bunch of cool stuff over there as well. Um, But that will be all for this week. Thank you so much for attending. I a